0: Hello, this is Supriti from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of March. India registered over 15,000 fresh coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the tally to over 1 crore 12 lakhs. 77 deaths were reported in the same time period, taking the death toll to nearly 1,58,000. Of these new deaths, 22 were reported from Maharashtra, 14 from Punjab and 12 from Kerala. After reporting over 11,000 cases for two days, Maharashtra yesterday registered a relatively lower number with 8,744 infections, News 18 reported. Yesterday, pharmaceutical company Bharat Biotech's coronavirus vaccine, Covaxin, was declared safe and immunogenic with no serious side effects by Lancet that has published its Phase 2 results. This came a week after Bharat Biotech announced that the homegrown vaccine has shown 81% efficacy in the third phase of clinical trials. Globally, COVID-19 has infected more than 117 million people and killed over 2.59 million, according to Johns Hopkins University. The United States Centre for Disease Control and Prevention said that individuals inoculated against the virus can meet in small groups with other vaccinated people without masks, but that they should keep wearing them outside the home, Reuters reported. Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia presented the Ahmadmi Party government's budget for 2021-22 in the State Assembly. The theme of the 69,000 crore rupees budget was Desh Bhakti or Patriotism. Sisodia, who holds the finance portfolio, allocated rupees 45 crores to install 500 flags across the city. He said that ahead of the 75th Independence Day, the government would install the tricolor like the one in Connaught Place across the city so that at least one flag is visible every two kilometers to instill the spirit of patriotism in every mind. Indian Express reported that Sisodia also said his government was building infrastructure to cater to a population of 3.28 crore by 2047. Delhi's present population is estimated to be two crores. A major highlight of the budget is that about one fourth of it, which is rupees sixteen thousand three hundred and seventy-seven crore, has been kept aside for the education sector. With so Sisodia calling for education to become a Jan Andolan or mass movement in Delhi amid the pandemic, over nine thousand crore rupees has been allocated to the health sector. COVID-19 vaccinations shall continue to be free of cost for Delhiites in government hospitals and 50 crore rupees has been allocated for the vaccination drive. Sisodia also said his government would open 100 women Mohalla clinics across the city. He said, and I quote, Many women ignore gynecological issues and other specific health issues because they don't feel comfortable talking about it. Now, they will have a place where these can be addressed by doctors, end quote. The budget also made provisions for all unauthorised colonies to be provided with piped water in the next two years. Sisodia added that work on interceptor sewages is nearly complete, which would result in a clean Yamuna in the next three years. A fresh wave of defections hit Bengal's governing party, the Trinamul Congress, yesterday. Five of its MLAs, who did not get tickets, joined the BJP. The Indian Express reported that a large number of Malda Zilla Parishad members also joined the opposition camp, causing the ruling party to lose control of the Malda Zilla Parishad. Referring to the MLAs who left, Trinamul Congress MP Saugatha Royce said, and I quote, They have no ideological stand and that is why they left the party. They only want something in return from the party and therefore defected to the rival camp for political gains. If anyone wants to work for the people, then they can do so without hoping for any gains. End quote. The Trinamul Congress MLAs who defected to the Saffron Party are four-time registrator Sonali Guha, who was a close associate of Trinamul Congress Chairperson Mamta Banerjee for decades. The others are four-time MLA Rabindranath Bhattacharya, Sippur legislator Jadu Lahiri, Sankrael MLA Seetal Sardar, and footballer-turned-MLA Dipendu Biswas. Talking about her defection to the New Indian Express, Sonali Guha said, and I quote, I had given more than 100% to Trinamul Congress. Didi and others know that very well. I will now devote myself equally to the BJP in whichever way they use me." This was the largest single day exodus of Trinamul leaders after Suvendu Adhikari switched over to the BJP in December last year, along with 35 Trinamul Congress leaders, including five MLAs and an MP. As you know, the elections are around the corner. Assam, Bengal, Kerala, Puducherry, and Tamil Nadu are voting to elect new assemblies over the next two months, and our reporters are hitting the ground. We aim to explore questions such as how the incumbent governments have fared, what campaign strategies are the competing political parties employing, are socio cultural and economic fault lines driving politicking and how, and are counter narratives to dominant political ideologies emerging in these states. Help fund our election coverage by contributing to our NL Sena project called Assembly Elections 2021. Dear listeners, we are an independent news platform producing podcasts, ground reports, interviews, videos, media critique and much more. We would not be able to do all this work if not for our subscribers. So, if you aren't a subscriber already, now is the time to join the movement to keep news free and independent. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button at the top right-hand corner of the website. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Pay to keep news free. Today, the Delhi High Court issued a notice to the Centre on a petition challenging its new information technology rules to regulate digital media. The petition was filed by the Foundation for Independent Journalism, a trust which owns news website The Wire. Hanya Rajendran, the founder and editor-in-chief of the News Minute, and MK Venu, founding editor of The Wire, are also petitioners in the case. Advocate Nithya Ramakrishnan, counsel for the petitioner, argued that the new rules, and I quote, go far beyond anything that is permissible in a democracy, end quote. She added that the news media wasn't saying that they are beyond regulation. Rather, that they can only be regulated through a statute dedicated for that purpose, which is independent of the executive. Speaking to Live Law, Siddharth Vadarajan, one of the founding editors of The Wire, said, and I quote, on a quick reading of the new rules, the burdens that are being placed on publishers of digital media go beyond the basic restrictions on freedom of speech, and thus freedom of the press, envisaged by Article 19 and are therefore ultra-virus the constitution." Quote. The High Court will now hear the matter in detail on April 16th. Digipub, a representative association of digital-only news platforms, including News Laundry, meanwhile has written to the government saying the rule seemed to go against the fundamental principle of news and its role in a democracy. Yesterday, Mizoram Home Minister Lal Chamliana said the state government was still waiting for directions from the centre on how to deal with refugees from Myanmar who fled to India after the military coup in their country in February. He said, and I quote, A detailed record of the identities and other particulars of the Myanmar nationals who enter Mizoram due to the humanitarian crisis will be prepared and all available relief will be provided to them by the state government for the time being. And thereafter, how they should be provided shelter and relief will be decided as per the center's directives." Lal Chamliana added that India is not legally obligated to protect refugees, as it is not a signatory to the United Nations Refugee Convention of 1951 and its 1967 protocol. East Mojo reported that more than 100 Myanmar nationals have entered Mizoram since late February. Lal Shamliana said that the exact figure of the refugees could not be ascertained now, as some refugees were living with the locals and Myanmar's Chin people who are already settled in Mizoram. The Guardian reported that Myanmar's military junta has revoked the licenses of five media outlets as it seeks to clamp down on independent coverage of anti-coup protests, striking a major blow to press freedom in the country. The media outlets are Mizima, Democratic Voice of Burma, Khet Thit Media, Myanmar Now and Seven Day News. According to an announcement on state broadcaster MRTV, the companies were no longer allowed to broadcast or write or give information by using any kind of media platform or using any media technology. On Monday evening, before the junta had announced its ban on media companies, soldiers and police raided the headquarters of Myanmar Now, a news outlet that scrutinises the military. It seized computers and part of the newsroom's data server, among other equipment. The offices were evacuated as a precautionary measure on January 28, as talk of a possible coup intensified and were empty at the time, a representative said. Nearly 1,800 people have been detained during the army crackdowns, including dozens of journalists. Executive editor at Democratic Voice of Burma said she was not surprised by the cancellation of DVB's licence and added that they would continue broadcasting on satellite TV and online. As the world celebrated International Women's Day yesterday, police and activists clashed in Mexico City as protesters took out a march to pressurize the government into addressing the country's poor record on the murder of women or femicide and gender-based violence. The BBC reported that thousands of women, some with their daughters, attended the march in the Mexican capital. It was when the women tried to take down the barriers put in place by the police to prevent them from entering the National Palace that the situation escalated. Local paper L. Universal said demonstrators had set fire to the shields of some of the police officers, after which the police used tear gas and batons to disperse the crowd. At least 15 officers and four members of the public were injured, according to local media.